الحمدللہ الحمدللہ وکفا والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذین اصطفا اما بعد فاعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم یا ایوہ الذین آمنوا توبوا ان اللہ توبتا نصوحا صدق اللہ العظیم Most respected Allah, Kiram, brothers and elders. Before the Tarawih Salah, we briefly discussed a little about Tawbah. So just to take that a little further. Shaitan uses two traps among many, many of his things. In the ways that he uses to try and deviate the servants of Allah Ta'ala to try to derail them, to try to hijack and waylay them. So there are many, many things he does. But among them are two things that he uses to trap people into those traps. So the one is the shaitan makes sin look trivial, makes it look like something that will, don't worry about it, it will get done and then you will make toba also and everything will be fine. So, na'uzu billah, as if shaitan puts a picture in front of the person, so to say, the manner in which he makes him feel that you will na'uzu billah, so to say, have the best of both worlds. That you enjoyed the sin now, and then you made toba later, and that too will be done. And you will be no worse off than anybody else. You will be equal to everybody else. Those who didn't commit the sin, they too now, where they are, you will get there also. So in this way, shaitan taps a person into falling into sin, making it look like trivial, making it look small, making it look as insignificant, nothing really to worry about. And there's ample time to really make amends. So all these things shaitan puts in the mind and heart and then tries to trap the person into that wrong. And then when he gets into it, so then shaitan uses so many different ways to keep him getting deeper and deeper into it. So this is the first trap, the trap that don't worry, everything will be fine, you go ahead and do what you want to do. Allah forbid the person falls into that trap, then he gets deeper into it, and then somewhere down the line, something then inspires his heart, something becomes a moment of reflection, Something makes him turn to Allah Ta'ala. So now when he decides to start making a U-turn, or something that just triggered his mind to think now, that where am I and what should I be doing? Where am I heading to? So shaitan's second trap is despondency. That you are gone too far, 
you are too deep you are really in a situation where there's no hope for you now so to start off with shaitan drops him by making sun look very very insignificant whereas it's very major this is a technical discussion that are there sins of different categories major sins minor sins so the muhaddisin in general the fuqaha they also indeed they are major sins also they are minor sins as well comparatively minor because in the quran sharif allah taala has himself categorized them in tajtanibu kaba'ira ma tunhawna anhu nukaffir ankum sayyi'atikum wa nudkhilkum mudkhalan karima if you refrain from all the major sins then the barakat of refraining from the major sins being insan you slipped up here and there in some minor things that barakat alone allah will wipe this out that you made every effort to stay far away from all the major sins so already in the quran sharif there is categorization of certain sins are major some are lesser in the severity but there is one group of muhaddisin ulama they of the view that there is no difference between major and minor sin they say every sin is major every sin is major how come sees but after all the sin is against whom who is a person defined who is he disobeying to understand this by means of an example just an example for the understanding of the concept that now the word for example somebody addresses someone else and he calls him you fool but now who he addressed he addressed his younger brother called him a fool not a suitable thing but nobody pays attention to it he called his younger brother a fool and just ignore it and carry on and then he called his elder brother a fool that's now not going to be judged on the same level there'll be a frown now that how can you address your elder brother in this manner but that probably is way it might just depending now what's the age gap and what's the seniority of the elder brother etc but it might maybe come to that point of a frown maybe a light reprimand somebody might scold him and that may is my finish off but then he went and addressed his father in the same manner and he's calling his father a fool now there's a world of difference when he addressed his younger brother with the same word and now he addressed his father with that word it became a major problem a major wrong what's the difference how come the same word no difference in the word the difference is the azmat of the father that the father's respect and honor is so much so elevated with regards to every child the respect of the father allah taala has given him such a maqam such a position in light of that position and maqam allah taala has given him to address him in this manner became a major problem major sin because the parent allah taala says wala taqul lahuma uff don't even say uff to them don't express irritation to them this is a way of saying don't express any irritation also not that you won't get irritated things will happen you'll get irritated sometimes due to old age due to other issues sometimes they overstep the mark they might say something do something 
but you don't express your irritation. Now forget expressing irritation, he's calling his father a fool. So that became a major wrong. The reason for the wrong is, this is in correlation to the maqam and the position, the respect, the honor. In light of that, this became a major problem. Now keeping that example in mind, that the whole thing changed because of the azmad, because of the honor, the greatness that Allah Ta'ala gave the father compared to the son. Allah Ta'ala's azmat is unlimited. Allah Ta'ala's greatness is beyond everything. And that azim zat, that Allah Rabbul Izzat gave us his, to start off with innumerable bounties and favors, countless, non-stop. And then gave us some commands to fulfill. And now Allah Ta'ala's command, Allah Ta'ala's azmat is unlimited. And now, Allah's unlimited azmat and on the other side, defying him, trampling his commands, nothing can be minor in that regard. That same word fool became a major wrong when it was addressed to the father. No matter how small something might seem, but it is after all trampling Allah Ta'ala's law. It is breaking Allah Ta'ala's command. It is something against Allah Ta'ala. That cannot be minor. Because it is now to be seen in the light of Allah Ta'ala's azmat. So that is nevertheless a very important angle from which to view everything. That indeed while the reality is that they are different categories of sin. That is the reality. That is clearly understood from the Quran Sharif. Clearly understood from the ahadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That is the correct view. But... At the same time, this is a very important angle that that which is in reality categorized as minor, but in itself, in itself nothing is minor. In itself even that too is a major issue, though not as severe and as serious as many other sins above it. So this is nevertheless the important aspect that sin is sin. A major sin is obviously much more severe, a minor sin, that too is not a plaything. The only difference is the major sin is like a huge fire and the minor sin is a burning ember. But that burning ember can eventually do the same damage that that huge fire will do. That will do it in 10 seconds and this might take one hour, but it will get back to the same end result. So in any case now, this is shaitan's plot that now to try and make it look small, make it look insignificant, get the person involved in some wrong, get him. And one thing becomes a stepping stone to the next. This is a small thing. So the small thing, don't worry about it. Everybody is doing it. Everybody is involved in this. Where you now suddenly became such a big Sufi of the time, only you in the whole world not doing it. So shaitan gets him caught up, makes it look small, makes it look insignificant. Once he's in it, and then one thing leads to another, from a small thing to a big thing, and a big thing to a bigger thing, and then he's in that clutches of shaitan. But then the second trap shaitan brings when a person now suddenly some realization comes, some inspiration came, the month of Ramadan came, some other occasion came, and something hit his heart, the barakat of the Mubarak times, Mubarak places. 
So now when he decides to start making a turn around, so shaitan puts the next trap into him. There's no chance for you. You are a write-off. You are too far gone. So that is also a very severe trap that people fall into. And as a result, say, well, there's no, no sense trying also. There's no point in even making any effort. Because I'm already too far gone. Now that is equally a dangerous trap as the first one. The first one, Shaitan drops the person in. And then when he's fallen, he prevents him from waking up with the second trap. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has, Subhanallah, it is astounding to the extent in which, to the extent to which in the Quran Sharif and the Hadith Sharif, there has been hope given to every person. Allah Ta'ala's limitless mercy, if we still don't take advantage of it, then obviously we've harmed ourselves, we are the losers. So Allah Ta'ala has given immense hope, but we are going to have to take those steps. Till there is life, inna Allah Azza wa Jal yaqbalu tawbat al-abd ma lam yuharghir. إنما التوبة على الذين يعملون السيئات إنما التوبة على الذين The Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says The Tawbah is for those ثم يتوبون من قريب That those who erred, they made mistakes But ثم يتوبون من قريب Qareeb refers to before the pangs of death Before the pangs of death came حتى يغرغر Before the pangs of death comes the person has made tawbah. But when those pangs of death start, that is the part that nobody knows. And this is where shaitan deceives a person. You know, or you carry on with life, you still got a long way to go, and you must make tawbah later on. But that tawbah, the opportunity will come or not, or suddenly moth will suddenly come upon the person, nobody has any idea about it. That is shaitan's deception. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala has given so much of hope, that come back. To the extent that Allah Ta'ala addresses the transgressing servants, those who have already defied him, who have broken his commands, who have gone deep into wrong. Allah Ta'ala addresses them, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Nabi Kareem Salaam is being told, you say, you declare to them, قُلْ Oh my servants, Allah Ta'ala is still attributing them to himself. Whatever they are, they are still mine. Subhanallah, what more can be said in terms of the extent of hope that Allah has given every person? That sometimes when a parent also becomes fed up and he's had enough, he says, don't ever call me your father again in future. Even that parent is not prepared to now attribute himself, or don't, not prepared to accept the attribution towards himself, you just forget about me. If I pass away, don't come for my janazah also. All these kind of statements are made. So the father also is now suddenly doesn't want to even have that attribution towards him. But Allah, but after all, but the father didn't create the child. He only was a means. He didn't give him his limbs and organs. He doesn't sustain him and nourish him. But he becomes so offended and feels so 
uh, hurt about whatever has happened. He says, no, no, we part ways forever now. But despite Allah Ta'ala being the sustainer, the nourisher, our creator, and the countless ni'mats and bounties Allah Ta'ala shows upon us, and despite all that we defy Allah Ta'ala, we have sinned and erred, but Allah Ta'ala still says, you're still mine. Allah Ta'ala says, you're still mine. When you're still mine, come back. And this is what Tawbah is all about. Toba, Taba Yatub, it means to return. Toba means to take a U-turn now. The direction was wrong. Person realizes now he's driving in the wrong direction. He was supposed to go in certain direction. He's gone in the opposite direction. As soon as the realization comes, he doesn't carry on driving in that direction. The realization came, he's now immediately stopping, taking a U-turn, because I'm gone in the wrong direction. I can't carry on driving here. I don't know where this will lead to. So now he immediately stops and he takes a U-turn. So this realization that came to him on the road might have come through some signboard, might have come through whatever, or something indicated to him you're in the wrong direction. So he takes heed of that. He doesn't ignore it. You know, this board probably is wrong. I think I'm right. He immediately takes heed. And sometimes that whatever GPS directions he's getting, sometimes that is wrong too. But he takes it as right. So now for that dunya, he's ready to immediately make a U-turn on the slightest realization that I am in the wrong direction. Because I could finish off in some dangerous place, I could finish off falling off some cliff somewhere, Allah knows where I'll finish off. Allah Ta'ala brings about many many occasions, the month of Ramadan comes, Allah Ta'ala makes the environment so conducive, Allah Ta'ala changes the shayateen as well, Allah Ta'ala's special rahmat and mercies descend, the entire month is such that the entire environment becomes conducive and it melts a person's heart, people who were not in the masjid for the whole year make their way to the house of Allah Ta'ala again. The very barakat of the time is such. So now that becomes a signboard, that becomes an inspiration, that becomes a trigger to now make a person realize, but where am I heading to? So now after that realization comes, a person still carries on driving in the same direction. He already, the realization was always there maybe, but just covered over with all shaitans, just pacifying him, don't you worry, everything will come right. But now when the realization came and something came in the heart and a person still then recklessly carries on driving in the same direction that is the Hadith Sharif that we discussed when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Ameen on the member and one of those occasions when Jibreel Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made the Badwa was Ba'udha man adraka Ramadana falam yukhfarlah May that person be destroyed the month of Ramadan came and he failed to gain his forgiveness that realization took in, that consciousness came, that I am in the wrong direction, I have to take a U-turn. But he ignored it, he let it pass. So in any case, on the one side, that is very dangerous to ignore it. But now what's the need of the time, this hope Allah has given everyone. Allah Ta'ala has addressed the transgressing servants. And he still called them Kulya Ibadiyalina Asrafu Allah and Fusihim. O those of my servants 
who have transgressed against their souls and then Allah gives further hope la taqnatu mir rahmatillah don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah taala inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a Allah forgives all sins the quran sharif somewhere Allah taala has described himself that Allah taala is ghafiru ghafir is dhamb now in arabic the different derivatives and the little change in the wording this gives a new meaning so ghafir Allah is one who forgives but then in other ayat Allah describes himself as ghafur ghafurur rahim lies the one who forgives a lot of sins but then somebody feels i am extremely sinful allah taala says inni laghaffarul liman tab wa amana wa amila salihan if you think you have too much of sins i am ghaffar i excessively forgive and forgive excessive amount of sins but for who wa inni laghaffarul liman tab i forgive the one who repents the one who sincerely takes that you turn at this allah taala has thrown open the doors to us but it's for us to take the u turn and come back allah taala says nobody is a right off in allah taala's court as long as they still live and the person takes a u turn and comes the door is open for him but walaysat at-tawbatu lil ladina ya'maluna as-sayyi'at hatta idha hadara ahaduhumul maut qala inni tubtu al-an wala alladhina yamutuna wa hum kuffar la tala says toba is not for that person carries on recklessly and persistently involving himself in sin unconcerned not bothered just carries on with life and now suddenly when moth comes now he says inni tubtu al-an now i'm making toba now when the curtain has been opened out to the akhirat how he can see what others can't see he still in dunya he hasn't left entirely but he can already start seeing the angels he can see some scenes of akhirat that is a time now that the door of toba is closed person now had waited for that time at that time even firaun made toba at that time even firaun made toba and he said amantu bi rabbi haruna wa musa i'm bringing iman on the rabb of harun and musa but that toba was now after the reality has opened out so the response that was given to him al an al an now now waqad asaita min qabl wa kunta min al mufsidin all this whole life we gave you a chance but that time you didn't take the u turn now when the time is over the time has run out the curtain has been opened and the reality of akhirat is in front of you now the time has run out that toba is not accepted so now the issue is to turn to allah taala now make toba one is on a general note that ya allah whatever sins we've committed making toba from it but sometimes in that general manner of toba certain things don't even cross our mind that this too is something i have to specifically make toba from and we make toba too but those things still carry on so the problem is that toba was not really made from certain things as discussed earlier after the isha salah one of the most important elements of toba is regret and remorse if that regret is not there if a person is not feeling remorseful over what has happened 
feeling that regret over the past, then that Toba is not Toba. That is one of the most important elements of Toba. That he genuinely feels remorse and regret. As we discussed earlier, this is what it requires to sit down and ponder and reflect. That who did I defy? Whose laws I transgressed? Allah Ta'ala who created me, who is sustaining me, every breath I am totally dependent on His grace. And without His permission and without His grace and mercy I can't take that one breath and if for one minute, half minute I can't even breathe, I'll be like a fish out of water. That Allah who is giving me that oxygen every moment, whose ni'mat I consume, whose risk I eat, the energy I gain from his sustenance, all the countless bounties and ni'mads, all these favors Allah alone blessed me with. But how did I use it? How did I go about using Allah's ni'mads? And on top of that, Allah's clemency, his respite. Allah Ta'ala has full qudrat. In one moment, we can become blind. One moment, the person can become mute can get paralyzed, can get crippled. But Allah Ta'ala gave respite. person is walking with such pride, one person, Allah made these things happen. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, one person was walking with great amount of pride. Some say it was Qarun that is being referred to. But, some say somebody else, perhaps because there is no specific name mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. In the Sahih Riwayat, that he was walking with such pride on the earth, that Allah Ta'ala caused the earth to open up and swallow him. فَهُوَ يَتَجَلْجَلُ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ وَكَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمْ He'll continue sinking into the earth till Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala's Qudrat, Allah Ta'ala made it happen. Allah Ta'ala made it apparent. So Allah Ta'ala has full Qudrat to take us to task, but Allah Ta'ala did not take us to task at that moment when we were blatantly sinning, committing wrong and bias. So now to feel that remorse, that who I defied, who I, whose commands I transgressed, and having feel, for a person sometimes, many a person I have seen people literally cry, cry over what? Some investment went down. Well, it's human nature, person worked for it for so many years, he saved up so much, and now he put it into some investment, and now suddenly everything just went flat, finished khalas. And his whole life savings were in it. So now the person was crying tears. And now what's going to happen? And how I was living off this and so on and so forth and whatever else. So now that created such regret. But why I put my money in this? That's the regret now. That why did I put my money into this now? The whole thing has collapsed. And as a result now I'm in this situation. So that person is now in this deep regret of having made that decision. Sometimes people say, I just put that money yesterday, or oh, meaning just a few days before, one, two weeks before and everything collapsed. Now he is so remorseful over, but why did I just not just hold on? Now that regret over dunya, have we felt an iota of that regret over having transgressed Allah Ta'ala's commands? Now that is Toba, that regret. 
So now if that regret is not just coming like that, it will require sitting down, pondering, reflecting, meditating. What did I do and whose commands I trampled? And whose ni'mats I used to break whose command? I used Allah Ta'ala's ni'mats to break his command. And feel that remorse. And then make sincere tawbah. That tawbah requires that remorse. It requires forsaking that wrong now. And a firm resolve not to go back to it in future. This is then sincere tawbah. And with this tawbah inshallah that sin gets wiped out. Allah Ta'ala's mercy is such again. When a person makes tawbatan nasur. Sincere tawbah. Then it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that Ansallahu al-Hafazata Allah Ta'ala makes the angels who recorded that sin, Allah makes them forget it also. Allah Ta'ala Himself causes it to get deleted from the book of deeds of the person. So that on the day of Qiyamah no angel will have any basis to also say to the person I did you a favor, I deleted it. The angel also doesn't remember it. Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy. Now this is that moment to now latch on to the Mubarak month of Ramadan, the last 10 nights we have with us, those of us who have this ni'mat of atikaf, or even if a person is not in atikaf, but we are having this very great opportunity of the Mubarak month of Ramadan, the whole purpose of fasting, what Allah Ta'ala granted us fasting for, is to acquire taqwa, without this toba, we haven't started off in taqwa. Because Tawbah is to really make, to make amends for the past, to repent, and now to move ahead. We haven't repented, how are we going to move ahead? So as we were discussing, there are certain things sometimes, which we just take for granted. So therefore, after having made Tawbah, we still carry on. We didn't feel that remorse over it. We didn't feel that remorse, so we didn't even repent properly over it. So now to sit down and think, every person knows, I know what's in my life, each one knows what's in his life. Nobody is sinless. The Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, they were the sinless personalities. The rest of us, kullukum khatta'oon wa khayrul khatta'een at-tawwaboon. Nabi Kareem salatu every one of you errs. But the best of those who err are those who make sincere tawbah. So now, each one has to think within himself. And then, things that are current, then to make individual Tawbah. Ya Allah, this is what I have been involved in. I'm making Tawbah from it. Allah, I've been spending minutes, hours, days. Allah forbid that screen time, if somebody goes into the history and he adds it up over the, it will run into months and years. Ya Allah, how much of that was in haram? Ya Allah, I'm making Tawbah from this. Ya Allah, you could have blinded me at that time. But you allowed me to continue to have the gift of sight. Allah, this is your clemency, your mercy, despite my wrong. Allah, today I'm making Tawbah from this. And feel that remorse over it. That device too was bought with Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. And then that was used to break Allah's command. And with that sight and that eye that Allah Ta'ala blessed with. Now this is such a compounded situation. Now to surround and ponder over it. And make specific tawbah for that. Person is sometimes caught up in some haram relationship. I'm making tawbah also. 
Some collective dua is taking place. He's also saying Amin. He's making Toba on his own also. But he still didn't make Toba from that. He's still not ready to block off everything, to delete everything, to cut off those ties. He's still not yet ready to turn away from that and say, this is not, I cannot continue with this. This is haram. This is defying Allah Ta'ala. And how will I get defying Allah Ta'ala? Can I oppose Allah Ta'ala? It's Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy. But this is sometimes where we get deceived. Allah's respite which was given so that we may take the chance and take a U-turn. We take it as a license to carry on doing what we're doing. It is carrying on fine. Why should I bother now? So a person that rope that was given to him to now use it as a lifeline and come back. He ends up, he ends up strangling himself with the same rope. So this was the opportunity to take a U-turn, Toba, take a U-turn, return to Allah Ta'ala. So now to make specific Toba from that, and that Toba requires now that a person breaks off all contact, blocks off all kind of, any way to contact one another, deletes everything, makes sincere Toba, Otherwise, especially these kind of sins, it doesn't just become history with just one thought or maybe even one decision. This is a process required. A person is in deception, he thinks, well, okay, now everything is done in one moment. It's a process. One is Toba, mashallah, if that was sincere, it will be sincere, very good. But that istiqamat on the Toba is a separate matter. That istiqamat on the Toba will not just happen by just one decision and done. It will require a follow-up and a process to keep steadfast. It requires many steps to be taken. And the starting point would be the completely deleting, cutting off, blocking, complete cut off from the person that is one is involved in any haram relationship with completely. There must be no way of contacting one another. Unfortunately, these are common problems, it is not isolated and this is creating havoc in society and all this is due to us not taking the, the care that is required in terms of, now that is also another thing, we don't make toba from it, the free intermingling that takes place, whether on a family level, whether on occasions, the parda that is not observed, this is something to make toba from, that ya Allah this command you gave in the Quran Sharif and you gave it in such an eloquent way and in such a effective way that Allah Ta'ala addressed the Azwaj Mutahharat, addressed the Sahaba Ikram in relation to the Azwaj Mutahharat, the Ummahatul Mu'mineen, wa idha sa'altumuhunna mata'an fas'aluhunna miwara'i hijab. That, O Sahaba, nobody after the Sahaba will come on earth who will be able to even come and compare to them to one fraction. And the Ummahatul Mu'mineen, subhanallah, who can compare to them which woman in the 20th century or any century for that matter can come and compare to one iota of their taqwa, their piety, and their chastity. But Allah Ta'ala addresses the Sahaba and says, if you have to ask some need from the Ummahatul Mu'mineen, فَاسْأَلُوهُنَّ مِنْ وَرَاءِ حِجَابِ Then you will maintain this veil in between and you will not discuss anything without this barrier 
Subhanallah, if this was addressed to them, this was the purpose of addressing it to them, Allah knows best his hikmat, that nobody till any time till Qiyamah can ever claim, I'm excluded from this. So now something to make tawbah from. That, ya Allah, I've been neglecting this command of yours. I've been violating this. So I'm making tawbah to feel the remorse over it too. And to make tawbah from it. Likewise, all the other things, each one, we all know what we have to think about and what will come to mind and heart. And in this way, to sincerely repent and turn to Allah Ta'ala. So this is the occasion that we have, these Mubarak days and nights. This way, just some examples. There's so much that we can think for ourselves, so much to discuss, the time has already passed. Point is to turn to sincere Tawbah. And the time is now. Tomorrow, tomorrow could be too late. Later could be too late. The time, the time is now. And as we just discussed in that ayat, that inni tubtul an, when the time of death comes, now the person, I'm making tawbah now, that now is too late too. That later is too late if we talk about it now, and once the times of death start, that now is also too late. So now before the times of death, this is the moment we have. So now to sincerely make tawbah, one is in the du'as that are made, we make tawbah, alhamdulillah. But in our individual time, our individual du'as, what is before that du'a to surround and ponder, as discussed, feel the remorse. That's the very important fundamental aspect of tawbah. To first create that remorse if it's not automatically there. And to feel that hurt and pain within ourselves. And then express that tawbah. And that firm resolve not to go back to those sins. And then if it requires getting rid of those asbab and means of that sin, that too will be necessary. For the istiqamat on the tawbah, the person doesn't get rid of the means of the sin, very difficult. He'll make sincere tawbah. The tawbah will be 100% sincere, but tomorrow he'll be back in the same situation. So together with making sincere tawbah, it requires getting rid of those means that drop him into that sin. So whatever the means are, whatever the sin was, if somebody's phone is becoming the means of him falling flat into all the wrong, then he has to make a call. Making all kinds of call with that phone, you have to make a call about the phone. And all the 101 excuses, Tera hi jina chahe to bahane hai hazar. There's one statement, one saying in Urdu, Tera hi jina chahe to bahane hai hazar. The line of a couplet actually, that if you yourself don't want to do it, there'll be a thousand excuses. So now despite realizing this has harmed me so much, this has caused so much of havoc in my life, but despite that acknowledgement, understanding, the person says, well, but no, how can I do without it? So now I say, but now the fire is burning me, but how can I do without it? So now, who else we have to blame then? So the means of the sin also have to be distanced away from us. Sincere tawbah, keeping steadfast on the zikr of Allah ta'ala, keeping in the right company, staying away from company that invites us towards haram and sin. All these are necessary aspects for the istiqamat on the tawbah. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala make us among the ta'ibin, among those who sincerely repent, those who turn to Allah ta'ala in all humility and in sincerity, and Allah ta'ala grant us His forgiveness and maghfirat. Allah ta'ala make us among those who then stay with istiqamat and taqwa. Allah ta'ala bless us all. 
وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين
तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो गैर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तो ही तो आए नजर देखो जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबो गिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शैता दोनों ने मिलकर हाई किया है मुझको तबाह मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खलक में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्सार है यार अब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुना अब तो रहे बस्ताद में आखिर विरदे जुबाए मेरे इलाइना अल्लाह 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 
ഹൈയുൽമ ഹൈയുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുലഹുല
نسألك موجبات رحمتك نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرتها اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرتها اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرتها ولا هم إلا فرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تآخذنا إن نسينا واخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت اللهم اطهر قلوبنا من النفاق اللهم اطهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم لا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم لا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم اجعلنا من الذاكرين الله كثيرا وذاكرات اللهم اجعلنا من المحسنين اللهم اجعلنا من المتقين اللهم اجعلنا من التوابين واجعلنا من المتطهرين اللهم اجعلنا من الذين لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخذنا يوم القيامة الله ولا تخذنا يوم القيامة اللهم لا تخذنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين إله العالمين يا الله Most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah إله العالمين فقيب أسي الله الله فقيب أسي الله الله فقيب أولو بيجين 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 بيج
Allah, what we did deliberately, what we did mistakenly, Allah. What was done in the darkness of night, in the light of day, Allah. Allah, forgive all our sins, Allah. Allah, what we did blatantly, what we did hidingly, Allah. Allah, what we did shamelessly, Allah. Allah, forgive us, Allah. Allah, put shame in our hearts, Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us that haya, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with haya for you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, show your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Allahumma khfir li ummati Sayyidina Muhammadin, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهدي وأصلح أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم فرج الكرب عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إله العالمين يا الله يا الله forgive us and forgive the entire ummah ya allah grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat ya allah save us from such actions that bring down azab ya allah ilahul alamin enable us to perform our five times salah with jamaah ya allah with khushu and khudu ya allah such a salah that you are pleased with ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah put the importance of salah in our lives ya allah allah make salah the greatest priority in our day ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah Ya Allah, you grant us the tawfiq of fulfilling all the laws of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've been so unloyal, Ya Allah. We've been so neglectful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've been so reckless, Ya Allah. We've been breaking your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Give us the tawfiq of doing all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us with the tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us with the tawfiq of doing all that which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak time, Ya Allah. In the house of, in your house, Ya Allah. In the masjid, Ya Allah. In this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're making tawbah from all the sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're making tawbah from all the major and minor sins, Ya Allah. We are making a firm commitment, Ya Allah. That we'll perform our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the tawfiq of doing this, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we're making a firm commitment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that we'll fulfill all the laws of deen, Ya Allah. That we'll stay away from all sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we regret whatever has happened, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are remorseful over it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. You grant us istiqamat on this tawbah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you give us the tawfiq of, Ya Allah. Reciting the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Give us the tawfiq of being forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from ghaflat, Ya Allah. Save us from ghaflat, Ya Allah. Keep us in a state of zikr, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, cleanse and purify our hearts of all the evils, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the malice, the jealousy, the ego, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Fill our hearts with the love of his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, enable us to live his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. All those who are sick, give them shifai, kamila, ajila, mustabirra, daima. 
Allah remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, cures from all of our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Cures from our physical ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, whatever difficulty, hardship anybody is experiencing, Allah out of your grace and mercy remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah remove all the anxiety, the sorrow, the grief, the worry, the depression, Ya Allah. Allah fill the hearts with itminan and sukoon, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Allah, those who are in any financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Those who are in debts, enable their debts to get paid with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever difficulty somebody is experiencing, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from trials and tests, Ya Allah. Allah, we are too weak for trials and tests, Ya Allah. Allah, we beg for your afiyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those, Ya Allah. Allah, who asked us to make dua for them. All who have raised their hands to this dua, Allah is the know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's jai's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant itminan and sukoon to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Our greatest need is to become yours, Ya Allah. Our greatest need is you become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, grant us istiqamat of deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat of the sunnah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, save us from the ways of his enemies, Ya Allah. Save us from following the styles and ways of his enemies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us a topic of living the Mubarak sunnah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you bless us with haya, Ya Allah. Haya in every aspect of life, Ya Allah. Haya in our dressing, Ya Allah. Haya in our manner and ways, Ya Allah. Haya in every aspect of life, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, bring alive all the qualities of Iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Allah, all the efforts of deen taking place out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, accept the efforts of the Masadid, Ya Allah. The Madaris and Makatib, Ya Allah. The Khanqahs, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of Dawat and Tabligh, Ya Allah. All the organizations of deen working on the path of Haq, Ya Allah. Accept one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make the efforts a means of Hidayat, Ya Allah. You provide the means from the Ghayb, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the upcoming Ijtimaaz, accept them, Ya Allah. Make everything happen with ease and afiyat, Ya Allah. And make it a means of Hidayat for the entire world, Ya Allah. Make it a means of every heart getting connected to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of the winds of Hidayat blowing, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. And all that we have asked for, Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, grant it to us, Ya Allah. What we should have been asking for, Ya Allah, Allah grant us that without asking as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-awheem wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil ahad